Hi, this is Mike McDonald, um, back again with PH Expanded. Um, nobody is particularly excited about what happened yesterday. Uh, me either. Um, I appreciate you tuning in. Not going to be necessarily a, uh, a fun listen, but I always try to have some solutions to what's going on. Uh, I want to start with my sliding doors moment in the game yesterday, home to Villarreal. I think that uh, uh, the difference maker in the game was um, quite bizarre to me. Um, I'm still an Arteta fan. I still hope that we uh, retain him. I see enough um, to justify starting with him next season, but I don't get certain things that he does. Uh, we were uh, very good um, against Newcastle in regards to our tempo. There was a freshness about the way we started the game, uh, the middle of the game and the end of the game, uh, the ball movement was quicker. One, two touch, all the way through. And I don't get it. I don't get why we didn't just press repeat and do the same tonight. It worked, and I totally understand that game's less pressure, um, not as good of a team, but it's never a bad idea to play quicker. Um, and if we proved with the same players, essentially, that we can play uh, quicker, that we're good enough to play quicker. Not every team is able to do that and do it accurately. I do not understand what happened yesterday. Um, I do think that Mikel Arteta, if he wants to continue at Arsenal uh, and continue at a high level, he's got to wait until he's got the right players to do the clever things that are in his head. And I can tell you that from a personal uh, journey that I've taken in coaching that I have made so many mistakes coaching as I do, um, you know, high school players, um, academy players, uh, players who are good, but not great. And occasionally I'll have ideas that I think they're good, good ideas, modern ideas, ideas I've picked up from watching the professional game. The kids I coach are not professional. And I've messed up uh, trying to include the things that I would utilize if ever I had an opportunity to coach at the professional level at the youth game and um, just got too excited and when I uh, consider Mikel Arteta's journey uh, in coaching so far I think that he is so excited by what he knows what he sees what he wants to do can't help himself and I think it's hurting Arsenal uh, we've seen the second new formation against Villarreal, uh, slight tweaks. And every time you make a tweak, and I know some of it was um, uh, forced on him by Xhaka not playing. Uh, I get that. But still, there were tweaks and uh, it changes the connections. It takes the automatisms away from the team. Um, I feel that until we get better players at Arsenal who are able to do the highfalutin ideas that he has in his head, which are all great, we love that, he needs to find stability and trust um, and just some um, repetition in um, in our formation, in our patterns, in uh, essentially just playing to the players' strengths that we have, not the players that he wishes that we had. It's frustrating and it's come to a screeching halt. I, and I wonder if that's going to be it for him. Um, I don't think so, but I just wonder. Um, and I think he may look back on his time at Arsenal and realise that he had the ability to coach Arsenal, but he chose to go to a higher level that Arsenal were not at. The positive that I take from the game um, is, I remember, I think it was Chelsea a few years ago, they had no European football. I look at, was it Leicester this year? Am I right in saying that Leicester 
had no European football this year. Is that right? I think so. Um, and I've always been somewhat envious of a team who can focus on one competition. Um, the, you know, the concern um, <laughs> is that uh, uh, with a squad the size of the modern day squad, whether you can keep everybody happy uh, and satisfied with just playing uh, in one competition. I suppose there's the other cup competitions, but uh, we often find minutes for players that really need minutes to improve and to feel like they're a part of it and want to stay and they want to stay at the club. Uh, we find that in the Europa League. Um, so, so there's that. But I do want to see, I would like to see, an Arsenal season entirely focused really on the Premier League. And, uh, and I, I would always, honestly think that... Um, that that may swing it for Arsenal. Um, an accidental um, trip um, that we weren't planning on um, that might uh, help Arsenal get to where they need to get to first in the biggest competition, which is the league. And then we move on to the competitions that uh, are the icing on the cake a little later. So I take that as a positive, And I do feel positive about that if that's what's going to happen. Uh, I'm scared to look at the league table and work out the calculations um, and uh, I don't think we're going to get European football and I'm utterly confused by all the connotations of what if Manchester United win the Europa League and what if this and what if that. Um, so I'm not looking at the league table. But I know we're in ninth and I know it's unlikely um, and I'm actually cool with that. Um, the lead that I've taken, and I don't think this is going to happen, sadly, um, I think Arteta has... A hierarchy that he coaches by. Um, I'm not entirely opposed to that, and we don't know what goes on um, for 50% of the experience as we're not at London Colney. But I sure would love to see the minutes go to players that he wants to keep. And those of you who read my work regularly will know that I have uh, been talking uh, this back end of the season, and my fear that a player like Martinelli will get an offer, a big offer from somebody like Liverpool. I think he is the ideal replacement for Sadio Mane long term. And he'll get an offer because he's extremely good, very promising, and he'll have a dilemma. Um, he'll look at that offer, the team will be better than Arsenal, and they will uh, flutter their eyelashes at him and his agent, and he will look back on his time this season, and he will wonder why he wasn't valued more. And why we trusted players like William and gave him significantly more minutes and maybe want to leave. And uh, that burns. And, uh, and so Arteta's got four games to encourage Martinelli. Um, he's encouraged Balogun by giving him a contract. And if he's going to sell Eddie Nketiah in the summer, why would you play him in the last four games when you can encourage Balogun? Encourage the guy that you want to keep. Don't <laughs> encourage the guy you want to sell. Don't get that at all. And we're not going to increase anyone's value over four games that mean nothing. Um, Miguel Aziz, same thing. Why encourage El Elneny if he's not going to be here? Just as an example, Danny Ceballos, he's not going to be here. Let Miguel Aziz play. Not just the bench. Let him play. Let him play. I feel the same way about the right-back situation. If there is a right-back at Arsenal that needs to stay, not convinced about any of them, then the one he wants to keep, which if I was to pick one of the three, I'd say Callum Chambers. He's got the versatility, he can cover two positions, and I think he's he's been good for us. Um, so encourage him. Don't encourage Hector Bellerin if you're going to sell him. 
Uh, you're just going to discourage the one you want to keep. Makes no sense. Um, here's a left field one. Um, some of you will know Kido Taylor Hart, who's an academy player. They're trying to get him to sign a new contract. He looks like he might be, might be, the next big thing in the Arsenal Academy. Beyond all the players I've mentioned and the ones that have broken through, he may be the next one. There's Charlie Patino. It's too early for him. But Kido Taylor Hart is in a position where maybe he can get some bench minutes, be encouraged. So again, why would you encourage Willian? Or if you're going to sell Nelson, why would you encourage him if you're going to sell him when there's a guy that you want to keep and you want him to sign a new contract? Personally, I'd love to see Reese Nelson, but um, I'm beyond thinking that that's going to happen because it hasn't happened so far. He hasn't been trusted when it matters, and I think he knows that, so he'll leave. So I've had to settle there and um, know that that's not likely to happen. Shame. I think he has a massive ceiling. Um, but anyhow, encourage somebody that you want to keep. The hope that I've picked out is um, that uh, the squad players um, need those minutes, as I've suggested earlier, in the other competitions. And I can only hope that moving forward into next season, if we do play in the league only, that the squad players are, uh, are given the League Cup um, and not just the scraps in the League Cup and are given the FA Cup and not just the scraps in the FA Cup because if we don't have European football, um, you will lose a good third of your squad who have nothing, um, nothing, no playing time, sorry. They have no playing time or such little playing time or, again, the scraps. Um, and they'll feel discouraged. And so for one season, as much as we might know and believe that we're a cup team and feel like we could win the Cups, the FA and the League Cup, more important um, to encourage the players that we want and see as the future rather than discourage them. And let's focus entirely on the Premier League and see how far we can go with the younger players in those two competitions. That's my hope moving forward, seeing as this season has essentially been scrapped. Uh, what's next? Last point. Um, well, Mikel Arteta. Um, I am not sure what's going to happen there. I have said that I feel that uh, he needs to stay and be given an opportunity to um, have a, another season at Arsenal because I see enough. Uh, however, I'm not blind to the concerns that others have and that I have, mainly the style of football being uh, far too robotic, controlled and risk-averse. Um, and so I'm just relying on his humility and that uh, somebody would tell him he needs to change and um, he needs to step off. Of course, next season, if fans come back, he won't be able to control from the sidelines as much. I just think that uh, it's in his nature and, I, and I'm concerned about that. Perhaps the biggest reason that I would keep Mikel Arteta around, and I hope this comes across the right way, is to use him to get the players in that the club want to get in. Um, I uh, am understanding, we've heard, that uh, he has been the largest piece of the biggest contract extensions, be it Balogun, Saka and the like, Aubameyang, um, Thomas Partey coming in, um, and the improvements that we've made and that we like. Um, and every time we get one of those messages... Uh, we hear the same uh, 
uh, repeat of information that Mikel Arteta was crucial to this happening. Now, this may be untrue. It may be a line that we're being fed. I am taking it as truth um, because when I hear Mikel Arteta, and you would probably agree, you'd say that perhaps his greatest strength of all, of all is he's extremely convincing when he talks. Great in interviews. And I thought um, also that if management doesn't work out for him, he might be an excellent director of football um, or whoever the guy is that at the club that has to convince people to stay and convince people to come. Um, so if he is that good,